Welcome to the Cricket with a Cup of Chai podcast. I'm your host, Gav Joshi, and alongside me, as usual, we're back with the one and only Beastie Boy, Bharat Sundaresan. Hello, my dear friend. Hello, Gav Joshi. Uh, we're doing this again, is it? You know, we, we started this bloody podcast back in 2016 when India was in the West Indies, I remember. I was in India, you were still in Sydney. Um, and here we are, nearly four and a half years later, still trying to get this uh, podcast uh, going. But, you know, see, Shahid Afridi, how many times did he uh, retire and then come back and play cricket? And I think he's still playing cricket somewhere, isn't he? I think I saw him somewhere in the PSL um, or the T10 stuff. So, yeah, I mean, we'll keep trying, man. Maybe this is that uh, we might have producers this time. We might have a sponsor or two this time. If not, then if whoever's listening, please find us a sponsor. <laughs> so maybe that's yeah, what we need. I, I think we might have found one in Forbes Hotel, Young Hotel, <laughs> all the outback places that you went to. Um, but no, I th- hopefully we do. And importantly, I think we can make this happen because we're finally in the same country, mm. in almost the same time zone, just 30 minutes different. Um, and well... I'm still sort of burnt out in a way after covering this epic Australia-India series. How are you feeling? Are you you're good to hear that you're finally at home, importantly? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It took me a while, didn't it? Like, that series finished on the 19th, correct? Yeah, the last day at the Gabba. Uh, and I just wanted to reach home before uh, India started their next test series against England not because of, not because of, I wanted to watch the first ball no, that wasn't it but it, I, it would have felt wrong if India had gone all the way back to India and started their next series and if I was still like you know roaming around regional New South Wales so thankfully the borders open I'm here I've got my first COVID test done um, it was negatives I still have to go back on day 5 and 12 to uh, get that done so yeah, I'm all good but yes I, I'm I'm still tired. I've been falling asleep. I've been like an old man uh, in an afternoon train. Uh, last couple of nights, I've tried doing some writing, uh, non-series related writing, of course. And uh, yeah, I've been I've been passing out, Gav Joshi. I've been passing out. <laughs> I think age has caught up. I, I, I think it's fair to say uh, the two of us aged a bit uh, faster in the last two months, didn't we? Uh, speak for yourself, mate. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm perfectly... You know how how enthusiastic I was during that Gabba Test match. <laughs> <laughs> and the Sydney Test match, yeah. <laughs> and the Sydney Test match, exactly. Yes, the wise uh, words I said, Nare, yeah, when is India going home? Basoge. <laughs> I, I mean, I remember when you called me on... The, so, uh, to all our listeners out there, uh, Gav was uh, not allowed inside the SCG on day one of the test. In fact, uh, it, uh, wasn't it the day before that on preview day when he got a call from uh, one of the Cricket Australia officials saying, oh, sorry, mate, like you were in the wrong section of the MCG during the Boxing Day test. Of course, Gav wasn't allowed in the main press box, nor should he be. Um, <laughs> and that's where uh, that area had become a hotspot. So Gav receives this call saying, oh, you can't come to the SCG. So he wasn't there on preview day. He wasn't allowed there on day one. And then he did receive a call on day two saying, oh, everything's cleared, uh, Gav. You can come and cover the test from the ground. So he doesn't show up on day two. 
uh, and then he uh, was it on day three when you called me and he said like what do you think I should do? <laughs> <laughs> Man, look, everyone had had enough at that time. I mean, you called me during the four test match sleeping on a couch after your broadcasting had finished. Um, so, but <laughs> importantly, my dear friend. India has gone home. Oh, are you home. sure? <laughs> I am at home. Um, you know, like uh, the England series is coming up. Uh, but actually, you know, on a serious note, what are you going to miss? Are, are you going to miss something like from watching the Nets? I think I, I think more than the match itself, more than the test itself, as exciting as most of those matches were. You're right. It's it's more about being at the nets and again not being at the nets so that you can see stuff and like you know put it out on social media or even even like you know to pick up things to write. But just just like things that we've gotten used to, right? Like just Ravi Shastri standing there going Shardul <laughs> and Shardul Thakur. Shardul. and and because Shardul Thakur would run in for what two and a half hours, like or. Uh, at times, like if, if you'd like asked him to stay back for the Aussie net session, he would have done that as well. He just wanted to come, <laughs> run in and bowl. Uh, so uh, you know, or just Bharat Arun's whistles, of course. I, I'm very bad whistler, Gav Joshi. I don't know how good you are, but we, I'm sure you you won't match up to uh, Bharat Arun's famous whistle. Um, what else? And just like I, even even uh, you know someone like Prithvi Shaw saying a few things in Marathi, typical <laughs> of Mumbai cricket. <laughs> um, we can't repeat some stuff oh. like those language, um, but you know the, just just that even the way Rishabh Pant speaks, um, like yeah, oh, okay. uh, nah. you probably imitate him. I know, I know. And like especially it used to be cute every time we faced R Ashwin, right? Like, like and Ashwin, when he bowls, he's he's in his own zone, so he's working on his own stuff. And after playing a defensive shot, Rishabh Pant would like, "Bhaiya, T khela na," <laughs> and Ashwin would not even respond, like because Ashwin's thinking about his bowling, or he's in he's in his in his zone, like I said, or um, he'll step down the pitch to uh, Jadeja or Kuldeep Yadav smash them, and he would say, "Good shot" to himself, like no. Those, <laughs> I mean, Rishabh Pant really grew on me during this tour. Like, there's something very endearing about him, uh, which uh, I hadn't noticed in the past. But just the way he is in the nets, it's uh, it's quite cute. So yeah, those are those are the things I think we'll we'll miss more, and just uh, uh, you know. Yeah, just a pure observation because it, you know some people know who we are, and while we we, we are for that you know fraction of a second, we're serious, but you know we we've, we've got our code words for a lot of people <laughs> as well to yeah. say. You know, watch him. Um, watch, watch, watch that. Watch this. Um, uh, so yeah, I think so. I think that that was the fun part because we're always while we're observing, we're also having a bit of fun, and that's what I think allows us to concentrate for two and a half hours because we just joke around. And get them, uh, you know, you'll be like, "Deck board, net back on You know, <laughs> you and I just have to look at each other, knowing what's in the back of our mind. We're always having a laugh, and then. While we're laughing, there's always a serious tone maybe through our eyes. So you're right. I mean, uh, and you know, it, it's funny, like, you know, somebody tagged us on uh, social media. But uh, right now with this England series, nobody can even uh, attend the net. So, uh, you know, this whole problem of who's playing. I heard somebody asked in the press conference the other day, is Hardik Pandey actually bowling? <laughs> because oh, nobody knows. I know, I know. I mean, it's, 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 it's the world we live in and... Uh, you know, there have been so many questions asked about 
uh, or a lot of laments I've seen from journalists, including us at times about, oh, oh, like, you know, we should be allowed at the grounds, like, you know, oh, we are as important as anyone else, uh, uh, or like, you know, how we should be allowed to travel overseas. But I think at some level, we just have to take a step back and realize that uh, it, it's not a normal world. I don't know when it's going to be normal again. Um, and we are fortunate to see some cricket being played, some some sport being played. As sports journalists, as people who are a part of the sports industry, the most important thing is for sport to happen, <laughs> I believe. Whether we are there or not is a bonus. Like, like, And we experience that here as well, right? Not being able to go to the Brisbane Test, I don't think either of us were too heartbroken about it because it's a reality of life. We were fortunate that yes. we got to be at the ground for 95% of the games, all the one-day stuff, the uh, warm-ups and the first three test matches, which are all so exciting. So even though the GABA might go down in history as uh, the... My, one of the most uh, or one of the most dramatic test matches ever um yeah we watched it so, like everybody else like on tv so so can you compare that you know it's probably one of india's greatest victory and no indian journalist there um so is, is, is it a bit like the whole um i know there were a few there during the yeah. couple of devs uh, 83 innings but uh hey i mean that might be the greatest thing i mean no indian journalist was there to cover that final uh, final match. Well, wait for 20 years, Gav Joshi. People will come out of the woodwork and say they were there. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, we're already admitting to it right now. We, we, like, if the, in 20 the years, next generation. <laughs> if in 20 years from now when people ask us about it, like when... See, because they will mention, right? Somebody will mention, oh, you were the only two journalists there. Of course, by then, like, there'll be at least three other Indian journalists without taking names <laughs> who will <laughs> claim that they were there and, like, how tough the quarantine was. But <laughs> I don't know where... Um, the internet and social media will be in 20 years' time, but uh, maybe everything but, will be virtual reality. We could be. I mean, but uh, we were talking about covering matches and, you know, we would just sort of turn towards this England-India series. Um, but it, because it's been played in Chennai. Now, um, you know, last time England and India played in Chennai, you were there. And we, as journalists, you know, like to see a cricket ground or attend a cricket match through that, you know, our press eyes. Mm. Um, what's your experience like uh, covering, you know, a, a cricket um, game in Chennai? I mean, you know, you've done like, you know, Bombay's and Hyderabad's and Sydney's and whatever. But mm. what, what was your thing about that test match or general covering cricket in Chennai? Yeah, I, I remember doing a few domestic matches uh, very early on in my career in Chennai when it was still the old Chepok Stadium. Of course, as we know, uh, everything changed um, in <laughs> India for the 2011 World Cup. But my, funnily enough, my first memory of going to the Chepok Stadium was when I was still at, the AC, at ACJ, Asian College of Journalism. Um, and uh, I just remember it, yeah, I just remember it. So I'm already at that age when, you know, you start like, uh, get, get like, you know, remembering things that happened a long time ago. And it, like, it so basically, I would like you before, it's like right now I've thought about already the time because we've aged a bit, that how we covered that Gabba test match from Brisbane. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you remember that wonderful apartment we shared in Kangaroo Point? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, 
uh, yeah, I mean, it was crazy, right? I mean, wearing the mask and uh, how, what about the storm? Oh, that day when we ran off, like, so these are the things, guys, <laughs> you will hear from us in like years to come. <laughs> so, and if you are a supporter, please back us up. <laughs> but yeah, my first memory of Chepok is I was at the uh, Asian College of Journalism. It was one of the first few, maybe the second month. And this is when they... Uh, they play the Buchi Babu tournament, right? In I think in July or August, if I'm not mistaken. And the course started in July. So we had to do an assignment for uh, our new media, which ironically now I work for new media. I work for a website. Um, and uh, you know how lazy I am. I was like, you know, people are doing it on like really interesting things and um, things that required a lot of hard work. Uh, not that the Buchi Babu trophy wasn't interesting, but I just said, uh, and our college was right next door to Chepok, like a five minute, 10 minute walk. So I said, all I need to do is just walk down to the ground. I'll meet someone and uh, maybe speak to them and just do the story. Uh, and that's exactly what I did. I walked down. Uh, w. E. Raman was Tamil Nadu coach at that point. Uh, so he was just there, I think, monitoring what was happening at the ground or something. I asked him for a uh, interview, and he asked me which paper I was from. I said I was. I'm from Asian College of jo Journalism, and he just dismissed me <laughs> from his presence. <laughs> so I did not get any interview. <laughs> so, uh, so I just like uh, did uh, what I have since learned is the best thing to do as a journalist. I spoke to a couple of security guards. I spoke to uh, a couple of the the uh, you know the junior staff in the in the or junior members of the ground staff. And they gave me some stories and I went back and wrote. That was my the first time I covered something from the Bucci Babu. And my first memory, I did tell W. Raman once about this and uh, he said that even now he if you walked that, up to me... He dismissed that theory as well. <laughs> no, no, in fact, I think he said if you walked up to me at Chepong, even now I was <laughs> reacting. <laughs> but that is W. Raman. He is a very, very funny man, of course, as we know. And... Uh, and then I, I did go and watch an IPL game. This is the first season. And this is when my uh, dear cousin Murli Karthik used to play for KKR. The first ever season. And they played. So KKR played Chennai Super Kings. And we went as a massive family. Like the whole Murli family. Kaushik Bhai and Murli Mama and some of his other cousins and relatives. Uh, yeah, I don't think my Karthik Bhai had a really great day. And I'm pretty sure Chennai won that day. But it was a great atmosphere. That was my... Only IPL match I watched fully from the stands ever. So there you go. Um, and then uh, uh, I think I covered a, a Ranji Trophy match where Sachin Tendulkar came back and played a Ranji Trophy match. That was quite exciting. But uh, And I know you want to talk about that as this aspect of covering cricket at the Chepok, which is the food. And that's when I was oh. <laughs> exposed to this incredible food that you used to get. And V Balaji used to be a, a very regular... Um, and a uh, very traditional journalist who knows more about cricket than anyone else I've ever met. Uh, he would literally tell um, uh, Vichumama, the, the, the lovely man who takes care of the media there, he would give him the menu card and it would sound like some Tamil wedding, really. <laughs> and and next, man. lo and behold, the next day, you would be served like everything from Vettakoyambu to Aviel to Kutu to Sambar. And it, that really stood out for me, apart from the grade itself. And before I come to you, I also felt extremely sick during that Ranji Trophy match. And this is when Dr. Baba, former media manager, I always uh, have uh, owe, owe my life to him because he saved my life, Gav. I was passing out. I passed out in the press box. I don't know what infection I picked up and he gave me some medicines and here I am uh, still talking wow. about Dr. Baba. 
Dr. Baba can do it. I mean, that was my first experience in in Chennai, 2013. And you mentioned the food. And um, fortunately, I, I like I met Dr. Baba because you know having covered his uh, son with the 2012 uh, Under-19 World Cup. So um, actually, you know, I got to meet his son uh, uh, Baba Prajit just during that tournament. Um, and yeah, and you know, he said this is uh, he covered us and. Um, my God, you're right. The, the food was just phenomenal. I mean, you, you know, I'm a massive fan of South Indian food, oh, yes. and, you know, like the dosas and like you said, it, it was just like, and you know, the test match is starting at 9.30. I was staying at almost like on that Walaja Road, um, coming down to the ground and, you know, Australia-India test match. Um, and, and, and I just I just loved it. I, and it was just like, you know, everything. Um, but I tell you, what I really loved about uh was I walked across to uh, the Madras clubhouse mm. um, where, the, where the pavilion end is. And I still think it's one of the best. Yes, you have to park your backside on a, you know, a, a concrete. But if you sit above that side screen, it is one of the best places mm. you can watch cricket from. I love that, you know, they've got the long, like the high ceiling fans, which I don't know if it adds too much because it's, it's extremely humid. Um, but it is the best view. We literally sat above the side screen. Um, uh, a, a journalist, Sharad Kadrekar, was was with me. Mm. He was telling me a few stories about the test matches at, at, at <laughs> Jepo. Uh, but yeah, I think it's the and the stands. Like I remember, you know, first time I went to Adelaide, your hometown now, uh, and those those uh, chapel stands. I think with the umbrella tops. Mm. And I remember going up on those stands uh, while MS Dhoni was scoring his double hundred. And and you actually and you actually turned around. You had the Marina Beach because you're quite high. There was actually a breeze blowing, um, and I loved it. I mean, look, and and it was a terrific. Well, I think some of the Australians. I can't remember who it was. I think after the before the test match started, called it playing on Mars. That's what <laughs> the, the pitch looked like. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it was it was phenomenal. Uh, I, I loved it. It was great to you know, play the test match uh, and, and just have those moments in, in, in Chennai. Um, but look, it, it, it's great to have, like you said, I mean, we talk about test cricket starting and, you know, going with the whole pandemic and Australia's pulled out of their tour to mm. South Africa. But it's nice to have a tour starting now. And, you know, it, it's going to be, do you think it's just going to be a one-sided series like what we saw in 2016? Um, just before we come to that, like, I, I have to tell you the first time I heard about Chepo Cap. So for, it was from my yeah. dad. That's why I have, like, uh, I am Tamil, but I was born and brought up in uh, Bombay. I think I speak Tamil, but nobody in Chennai or Madras understands what I, I think say. you're... I mean, have you been invited to a Tamil podcast? You've been on more Marathi podcasts. <laughs> I've been putting it out there. I've been uh, offering my services to uh, anyone who wants <laughs> me on a Tamil podcast. And like, yeah, not... I might have received an offer or two, but nobody has had me on yet. So <laughs> the wait <laughs> continues. But so my father grew up very uh, close to the Chepok, very close to Walaja Road, maybe on Walaja Road when uh, um, he was a young man or a young kid in the 50s. And he would say, so uh, it was very close to the system. And my father was born in 1942. So I'm talking early, mid 1950s here. So he would say that the cops would often come uh, because their house was so close to the to the gates uh, yeah. uh the cops would often walk up to their house 
just for a, to ask for a glass of water like the security guards outside um and my father would be more than eager to give them a glass of water because that would uh, mean that uh, you know he would, the security guard might say okay come with me you can watch uh, like half an hour of the cricket for free and uh, yeah. and my father had great memories of watching uh, um like you know and also back then gav like i don't know whether it was a tamil nadu thing or generally like around india uh, my father would never know the first names of uh, cricketers he always knew them as uh, with their initials mjk smith or tw greg <laughs> it was damn funny <laughs> aw greg <laughs> I, i think because that's how the names would be printed on, uh, in the hindu <laughs> so they uh, it a lot of you know young indians grew up at that point uh, not knowing uh, the full names of cricketers uh, and yeah i mean the, you speak about one sided series the last time i did cover a test match in chennai was when karun nair made a triple 100 uh, which was india in uh, hang on correct are you the only person to watch both of karun nair's <laughs> triple 100s one in ranji trophy match and uh, and one of course in test cricket <laughs> i i am pretty sure i am uh, unless there was any other uh tamil nadu cricketer who played that ranji trophy final which happened i think in 2015 or maybe in 2016 i don't remember when that was uh who was hanging around the chepok uh, to see karun nair make a second triple first class triple 100 but yeah from the press box i'm pretty sure i was the only one <laughs> and um yeah it's amazing when you think about it right it's still india's highest score individual score against england in test cricket and where is karun nair now So it's crazy how these things were, and Jayant Yadav also made a hundred in that series. And where is Jayant Yadav now? So a yes. lot has changed in Indian cricket since, uh, and that was a very one-sided series, especially the Bombay and Chennai Test matches. Uh, England had already lost the series by the time we reached Chennai, uh, and it's not like they they couldn't get runs on the board. They got big first innings totals, I think, in both Bombay and Chennai. But then India just pounded on. <laughs> Everybody made runs, and uh, I'll never forget Karuna's triple hundred. And Siddhat Monga, our dear friend, and I were very, very upset uh, by tea time. Um, and I'll tell you why. So when Karuna like started nearing his century, like his century triple figure yeah. score, um, as one of the local journalists, uh, Bhagwati Prasad said, told us that oh, his parents and his uh, cousin are just in a box upstairs. You guys should come. uh we'll do a quick interview with them and we were very grateful again there you go the great chennai hospitality not just the yeah. food but they offer you stories as well <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, monga and i rushed up with him during the lunch break spoke to his parents spoke to his cousin there was a whole story about how um, if you remember karun nair was on a boat which toppled and there was a lot of drama about it so we get the story and in my head i'm like that's it my job's done for the day right karun nair is going to make a 100 i have a great story uh and that's it i can relax and watch the rest of the day's play then suddenly karun nair makes 150 and then he makes 200 and the bloody camera starts showing his parents <laughs> his parents and <laughs> them in the box and before you know it he's 29 270 250 280 and the entire press box has gone to the box and spoken to <laughs> And I'll tell you, uh, and there was this one journalist in particular who we, you and I, are very fond of. I can't take his name now. <laughs> I thought Monga is gonna really. Uh, I, I, he, Monga might have caused some physical damage to that particular journalist that day because there we were like shaking our heads and then completely like disgusted with what had happened, Monga and I, because our story was ruined. 
um, this journalist had the gall, the audacity to walk up to Morgan and say, hey, you guys anyway spoke to him before us, so you would have transcribed the interview. Can you just send us the... <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of, plenty of exclusive Corona parents, <laughs> don't they? Oh, way too <laughs> many. Every running its exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> way too many. Uh, and, and that's the thing, right? When you work for a newspaper, there's nothing exclusive about it anyway. So, <laughs> like, uh, but uh, yeah, it, it, it was a very one-sided test match though. England could have easily saved the test on the final day. They were bowled out. Alistair Cook lost his school at me because uh, he had already lost his school at me in the Wonka day when I asked him something and I rolled my... You know how expressive my face is, Gav. I can't control it. So I rolled my eyes at him and he was upset about that. Um, then I asked him about, um, after that test, when Moil Ali threw his wicket away, I said, when you are a captain under pressure, everybody's asking me about the future of your captaincy. Um, do you feel a little let down at times? Do you just want your players to just help you out on and off? And then Moin Ali plays a shot like that. And he was really, I'm not sitting here to give you a headline, mate, is what Alistair Cook had said. But, well, the headline oh. the next day was Alistair Cook steps down as England captain, so it didn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was a it, it, it was a fun test match. And uh, a lot happened. Karun Nair's triple hundred, of course, was the highlight. Uh, but Ravindra yeah. Jadeja incredible catch that Siddharth Monga wrote 18,000 words about it. Deserve it. <laughs> I think he's still right. <laughs> I, think, yeah, I think he's still... Every night Siddharth Monga goes back to his laptop and he's still writing. <laughs> uh, Monga, if you're listening to us, I know you won't listen to us. I know, but, that's uh, the advantage yeah. of like our podcast. More, certain people we can talk about because we know they'll never <laughs> listen to this. <laughs> uh, but um, no, it's, it, it's funny you say that. You know, you, say, you talked about a good story. Now, you know, this test match, you know, one story I haven't seen and I, mm. I haven't seen this yet and it could eventuate in the next few hours depending on what India named their team and stuff is is about Akshar Patel. Mm. I, I I really think that, uh, you know, I, I haven't read too much about Akshar Patel and, uh, but I think he's definitely playing in this match. I really think so. I mean, if you think about it, forget if he's a like-to-like for Jadeja, but... If you look at all the Indian spinners like um, you know Ashwin, Kuldeep, and Washington Sundar, uh, especially those three, actually spin the ball towards a right hander. Yeah. Surely there is some merit in playing someone who spins the ball away. And you think with Jadeja not there, with you know these, especially Rahane or especially India in recent times playing, uh, you know top six and Rishabh Pant given the form he's in, uh, playing those five bowlers, you I would think that. Akshay Patel is almost a certainty to play at seven, isn't he? I I'm absolutely with you there, and I've 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 picked Akshay Patel to make his debut the day I saw his name in the Test squad for the first two Test matches because I I'd be very surprised if they play Washington Sundar and Ashwin together. Yeah. Even though it would be unfair to drop Washington Sundar after the dramatic debut at the Gabba, uh, but this Indian team we've seen they are uh, they. Stick with the whole cliched horses for courses um, kind of selection, especially when they're playing in India. Um, and yeah. Kuldeep Yadav, as magnificently as he has been bowling, according to Bharat Arun, and we did see him bowl really well, even in that game in Blacktown, if you remember the warm-up game. He's been bowling really well. So whenever yes. he plays Bharat Arun is right, you'll see that it's a very different Kuldeep Yadav. Uh, uh, and Akshar Patel just fits every, ticks every box because... He's a very, very useful, more like more than handy batsman. He averages over 30 in first-class cricket. He's an exceptional fielder 
for yeah. he's one of the one of those guys he's gangly and he's tall but he's just an extraordinary fielder maybe not at the jadeja level but not too far from that so absolutely uh, so i don't see any reason why he shouldn't play he can fit in at uh, number 7 or 8 i think the way ashwin the amount of hard work he put into his batting i see ashwin batting at 7 <laughs> regaining his position at number 7 and so he should um which uh, yeah I, uh, it would be unfair on kuldeep again if he sees washington sundar and akshar patel make his debut in front of him but i mean that's how the uh, that's how it goes because it, yeah. it's the same situation india will be in uh, uh, like they were at the gabba right if you're playing five bowlers Correct. you need some uh, and the, yeah. the only reason the only way i see kuldeep yadav playing the gap is if they pl- stick to shardul thakur um and but for that you have to leave siraj out and who was the star of this season no 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 for, for that shardul thakur has to stop bowling in the nets oh I mean, you mean in a... yeah, ravi ball it shardul i i i think shardul is just bowled and bowled. I, wait wait I, I should i should i just walk up to the adelaide oval and check if he is bowling in the nets or not? <laughs> yeah, poor guy has bowled so many times so, i mean yeah for shardul to play but you're right i i, I totally agree um that balance has to be right after it is the first test match uh you know just and to adapting back to indian conditions it's it's not as easy as mm. uh yes they're great players but six days again in quarantine uh to go back and suddenly you know playing from gabba to chennai i mean it, you know it, it, it's like chalk and cheese i mean that's as drastic as as, as it can get for uh, you know bowlers batters uh but you're right i i really think about you know so maybe if somebody listens to this podcast um and if the team is not announced maybe someone will do a story on akshar patel um because it's a man cuz i was just having a look because he's about the same age group as someone like bumrah i think yeah. they might have played a lot of cricket together mm-hmm. for gujarat you know 27 28 years of age um and akshar patel has been around for a long time and it's just hard to believe that you know he's 27 but enough about sort of akshar um importantly i think we'll talk about the test series as it goes on mm-hmm. but we've made a, a a comeback which i think has gone successful um so are you confident forget about the england series are you more confident about us mm. recording next week <laughs> or are you more confident about india winning the test series ah uh, i think india should win the test series that's no issue about it i think you know what gap i was thinking about it now uh when you were just on about akshar patel i think maybe we should just borrow a line from ravi shastri in the nets it was said to mayank agarwal and i think we are the mayank agarwals in this case when it has come to this podcast i think we can reveal it we uh, basically gav and i spent so much time just uh, talking about what we should say on the podcast we end up saying what we have to say on the podcast during the phone call and then we have nothing to say <laughs> so like leading up to this we spoke already spoken to an hour we let us to have why don't we just have a recording going on because we've talked about all issues in around the cricket but you're right i mean like you said about you know mike i think we've tried so many things but yeah. i'll let you finish with that ravi shastri uh, exactly i just like, imagine ravi shastri walking into this room and saying hey abhi sochna ban abhi khelna shuru <laughs> and in this abhi recording shuru <laughs> i think you should just record that like what i just said and like play it to ourselves every thursday morning and maybe that's what will get us going but no this has been good um 
yeah. mean, every comeback has been different <laughs> for us, but every comeback is different. If we can make a comeback, maybe Karunayar can make a comeback. <laughs> oh, you never know. You never know. And uh, yeah, I mean, we didn't even talk much about the England team. Maybe we'll leave that for uh, next week, or we'll leave that yeah. to the uh, English experts. Uh, so for now, guys, yeah, it's just going to be Gav and I. Uh, you'll hear a lot of us in maybe in the future. Last time we promised you guests, the guests did come, then we disappeared. <laughs> so this time maybe uh, it'll just be us to start with. And uh, yes, with that, Gav, I'll leave you uh, uh, to close us out. Oh, I have the honors. Uh, enough, like you said. <laughs> time, enough practice. You're ready, boss, like you said to give. You're ready. So we, we're back, uh, but no... Uh, we're going to try and keep this on a weekly basis. Uh, we'll do one post-test uh, match. We'll talk about some of the other things that happen in cricket. But uh, we'll hopefully get uh, a producer on board as well. But for now, guys, we are on, you know, if we will basically, uh, you'll find us on social media. I won't go too much at you, uh, you know, but it's the uh, expert out there on, on Twitter. Um, I'm a little bit more on Facebook. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening in. Give us feedback, tune in, and we'll hope to catch you next week. Enjoy the cricket and enjoy the show. We'll see you in a few days' time. We'll talk to you in a few days' time.